Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto Home Life Business. RV, boats, motorcycle, bundles. They'll do everything they can to save you money. And also do a great job of making sure you're fully insured. Great people who are the pros, pros in insurance. Purdy Insurance, Market Street and Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Elmo's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Eagles beat another junior varsity team yesterday. Great win. Congrats. Here's our play. play Oh, boy. Deep ball it is. It's third and eight. Down the field they go, and he's got a second touchdown of the game. A.J. Brown. Unstoppable so far. As Hurts going down the field, can they do it again? Yes, they can. A.J. Brown. Incredible. Touchdown number three. You, sir, are my hero. Am I supposed to classify a win over the Steelers as a great win? Am I supposed to jump up and down like Nick Sirianni after drawing somebody off sides? What? What am I supposed to do here? No, because the Steelers truly are pathetic. But uh... but let me. Can I? All kidding aside, so I'll, I'll stop the kidding around here because obviously I'm just kidding. Um, there are only three, maybe four, really good teams in the NFL right now. The Eagles obviously are one, no question, right? The Bills, the Chiefs, and I think we might start to see the 49ers get themselves into that mode now that they're they're, they're integrating McCaffrey and so forth, okay? Um, you look at yesterday's games. You, you want to know how many games yesterday? Featured two teams with winning records in the NFL. How many games were both teams had a winning record? Oh boy! Well, I know two. One game. There's oh, one both game. winning records. Right. Sorry. Yes. Okay. One game, and you know which game that was? That was Giants Seahawks, right? Seahawks and Giants were the only game. It was the only game yesterday where both the teams had a winning record. Now remember, we're at week, what, seven? And that's the number of games you have? I mean, next week, there are only two games in the 4 o'clock hour next, this upcoming week. Did you know that? Two. Yep. And, and one it, of them is Cardinals and Seahawks. I think the other one is the Rams and the Bucks. Correct. That's it. Yeah, that's the CBS game of the week next week. Yep. 
That's it. Right now, the NFL, the product, again, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, and I think the 49ers now, you can start talking about them. Aside, where are the good teams? Where are they? And this isn't like that. I'm not talking about the Eagles and their schedule. I'm not talking about that right now because the Eagles are exceptional. But the product in the league is kind of, you know, it's like, yeah. What about the Giants and the Cowboys? I know it was a bad game for the Giants yesterday, but. No. No. Those two teams aren't exceptional teams. Right, the Eagles, the Eagles would be a, would be a heavy favorite against either one. The oh, Bills no would question. Be a gigantic yeah. favorite. The Chiefs would be. The 49ers probably are. I mean, I'm talking about just like overall. The Giants are doing really well to be six and two. Like they're doing enough to be six and two. But are they an, a, a, an excellent team? The Eagles are an excellent team. The Giants aren't in the same category as the Eagles are. I agree. Right. The Cowboys. It's hard to tell from the first game because they had to play with their backup quarterback, right? And even though it's a nice, adorable, feel-good story, he's still the backup quarterback for a reason, okay? Dallas is not fielding 72 phone calls from people trying to, like, can you trade him to us, okay? Um, So I don't know. Um. It's um, it's a problem for the league. By the way, Don Fisher, in his 50th season with Indiana football, joins us on Wednesday's show. So. Let's get to Matt Leon, Philadelphia Big Night World Series Game 3. Hello, Matt. Good to be with you. Tonight, Game 3. Uh, your thoughts on what you saw in the first two games? Uh, Phillies needed to, did what they needed to do. Um, you know, it would have been nice after you you grabbed game one kind of in an improbable fashion to really put the screws to the Astros and win game two. But, you know, that's when Cold uh, actually had some opportunity late in the game, just couldn't quite get that hit that would really yeah. uh, kind of turn things around. Uh, uh, you know, it's amazing. I think if you would have told people the combined pitching lines of Nola and Wheeler in the first two games and then told them, and you're going to come out 1-1, I think everybody would be thrilled for that because you kind of leaned on the idea that, well, you'll get great outings from Nola and Wheeler, and that should be enough. And the fact that you were able to win one with neither guy being sharp, I would think the chances of them not being sharp second time around are pretty slim. Uh, so... You got to feel pretty good about that, but I think you did what you needed to do. You won one. You kind of punctured the uh, it, the cloud of invulnerability that surrounded the Astros, and you know now it's a best of five sprint to the finish. All right. So how's the pitching now line up for them? Uh, it'll be Syndergaard tonight, and that's assuming tonight because there's rain in the forecast. Uh, and I actually just saw something that uh, they're going to have a meeting uh, this afternoon with both teams to kind of look at the uh, forecasts and see whether they should start, if they're going to be able to play through it. 
you know, stuff like that. Um, but if weather aside, you've got Cindergard tonight, and then uh, Ranger Suarez would go in Game Four, right. who right. got got big outs in Game One out of the bullpen. Uh, so I think Cindergard, you're kind of hoping maybe once through the lineup, uh, and then it becomes basically a bullpen game. Um, and with Suarez, you know, even with him pitching the other day, I don't know that that would have a big effect. You know, he's a guy I think you could comfortably hope to expect five or six innings out of. Uh, and then we'll see. I mean, it's it's a definite drop-off from Nola and Wheeler, but uh, I'm a big Ranger Suarez guy. No, I he is too. actually the type of guy I would want in a must-win situation. And I think Cindergaard's a, a veteran. And kind of knows his role, knows what's expected of him, uh, but he'll be facing a phenomenal lineup, but he will also be, you know, pitching in front of 48,000 Phillies fans who are going to be going bonkers, and it's Halloween, so (laughs) True. It is true. They'll be wild tonight. Um, If there's one element that would worry me, if just a bit, if I'm a Phillies pitcher right now, is Altuve finally broke out of it in Game 2. Because he had been in a long, prolonged slump. And so... uh, Yeah, no, it's it's a legitimate... It's a legitimate concern. And, I mean, that line, that Astros lineup, like... Everybody that comes up, you go, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, God, I forgot about this guy. Oh, wow. Like, it's it's one of those lineups. But you know what? I feel that way about the Phillies lineup. I think every time you turn around, especially now with the DH, like, holy mackerel, now i got to deal with him. Yeah. So, you know, for the most part, a lot of times, I think we've talked about, these series come down to one 50-50 umpire call or one middle reliever out of the bullpen who has to get leaned on and ends up throwing six shutout innings over three. You know, like things that you can't sit here and calculate, uh, you know, end up really tilting things one direction uh, or another. I do think, think the crowd will absolutely be a factor. I think... Philadelphia baseball in South Philadelphia in the postseason is not something that hmm. most baseball fans of this generation can uh, anticipate, can right. simulate. Uh, I think it can be jarring for other teams, yeah. uh, but this is—it's a Houston team that's been through the wars. Like this is not a you know a group that you're going to catch flat-footed because they're they're new to the postseason. But uh, I think it'll. It will be a, a a check on the Phillies yeah. list of things, um, and we shall see. You know, is, we shall see. It is also a Houston team that yes has some guys that have won it, but have also tasted the other side more often than not in, in series like these when they yeah. get to this point. So I mean, that's well, look at all the experience they have. Well, some of it's not all good, <laughs> right? And I think that's where kind of winning game one comes in. That. Yeah. Right. You know, they they just kind of been cruising along. And I know they had the dramatic win in the first game against Seattle. But for the most part, they had, you know, been doing their thing. And, you know, game one was really the first time they'd gotten punched in the mouth. And, you know, they bounced back to their credit and won game two. But I think just losing that game early, it kind of levels things off where – like I just did the aura surrounding one team is kind of shattered yeah, and now exactly. it's just okay. Yeah. Let's just play some baseball. Exactly. Uh Eagles yesterday did the expected. Uh really they won that game with relative ease. Brown was fabulous. What did you say? 
I he's just so much fun to watch. I mean, obviously the balls hurts was throwing to him, but I mean he's the best receiver they've had since Terrell Owens, and he reminds me a lot of Owens in that he is just so strong and so big that he doesn't. He's very difficult to go down, and this doesn't necessarily on the touchdowns he had, which were deep balls. But the thing that just really impresses me watching him this season is just like on crossing patterns and things like that, where he gets the ball with some momentum and the way he's able to throw defenders off. But this was really, you know, his breakout game. Uh, and I think you said it like they did what they were expected to do. There was no, mm-hmm. there was no, right. you know, six and zero. You figure, well, they're going to lay an egg eventually. And you know, Steelers, yeah, it's cross state, but Pittsburgh's not very good, so maybe they're not juiced, and maybe a little flat coming out of the bye and all that. And nope. They just kind of disregarded them. You know, they put the starters are out, what, 10 minutes left in the game? Yeah. Like, they, right. they were – and with playing on Thursday this week, yeah, that's – that's maybe it's not huge, but that's a nice positive. You were able to get some guys off their feet, basically, for the in, entire fourth quarter when you've got a game in three days. So, you know, the defense, the pass rush uh, was – more consistent. Uh, I mean, it, I say that like they've got 23 sacks this year, but I feel like if there's kind of a the pass rush can disappear for gaps of time. Um, I thought it was much more consistent. Uh, obviously, that Robert Quinn, who they just acquired, they were able to work mm-hmm. him in. I think I saw he got 20 snaps. Uh, they caused a couple turnovers. Um, I mean, they're real. I think I still think with a lot of Eagles fans, it's hard to kind of sink in like how good they are. Like that this this team really doesn't have a weakness per se. There are things maybe they don't do as consistently as you'd like, and maybe the special teams can be a little shaky. You know, that's the second time they've gotten beaten by a fake punt in the last couple of years. Not beaten, but, you know, the other team was able to capitalize on a fake punt. So, there are things to clean up, but you really look at this you know, top to bottom, and it's hard to say, like, oh, well, this is what will cost them, and this is what won't be able to come through in a big game. This is what will be shown up. Uh, it's it's really tough, and the level of football Hurts is playing right now is second to none. They're, they're playing great. The issue is, like, there's no defining win. There's no defining moment. There's no team that is considered the upper echelon. You can only play who you play. That's why I think there's just that, like, Okay, they're great, but I yeah, I'd like to see how great. And that's Yeah, and I'll, what I'll, I agree with you like yeah. that and that it's but I'll say to you like and I didn't even realize this. Minnesota's 6 and 1. Oh, no, Who's I said, the one? Oh, I said that to you last week. I said yeah, that, like, I, I said that to you last week that they're 6 they were 5 and 1 when I said it, but Yeah. Like and and they got I think because the Eagles dispatched them so easily and it was early on, like the narrative that Minnesota wasn't very good was kind of set in stone yeah. because, right. and I, I, frankly, I was surprised when I looked up and saw, oh, wait a minute, that's the only loss they have? Right. You know, Dallas is 6-2. and two. They lost the opener. Who else got them? Eagles. Like, yeah. you know, it's to your point, you know, you, you only play who you play, but right. uh, I think a couple of the wins are better than – are given credit for. And I think the Minnesota one, 
you know, because it's funny. It's it's like one of those, uh, you know, in political circles when they say, oh, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Well, I did. Oh, but not like that. Like, you know, the, well, you need to beat a good team. Well, Minnesota's 6-1. and one. Yeah, yeah, well, that doesn't count. Like, you know. Right. No, I <laughs> you know. know so. I know. It's... And I understand that completely. That's I did bring it up last week, though that Minnesota was when I said it was five and one yeah, at the time. I mean, basically, when people say that you haven't beaten anyone, what they're saying is you haven't played the Bills and or the Chiefs, which right. you know yeah. is fair. But I don't. There's nothing you can do about that. I, but I think at yeah. this point, I think the Eagles and Forty ers are clearly the two best rosters in the NFC, and we'll see how it plays out. I always ask you about Penn. Uh, the slow start really cost him last week because in the second half they came on, especially in the third quarter of that game. Yeah, it got down twenty-four to seven at the half. As Brown can move the football, Brown's problem has been they always make big mistakes, and that's usually the difference. And they didn't make big mistakes; they did not turn the football over. They were also very sharp, just throwing the football. Uh, but to your point. Penn was down 24-7, actually took the lead 31-27. Then Brown went down, got a late touchdown, and that ended up being the difference. Heck of a game. Uh, Terrible bus ride to Providence. But, uh, you know, bounce right to bounce back this week against Cornell. You must have hit every ounce of traffic on the face of the earth on the oh god hey, don't up. even don't even get me started on I mean, the things you got to go through I on mean, these bus rides <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it's it's one thing people don't realize it's not just new york city it's once you get even through new york city when you've got to go through stanford norwalk bridgeport and new haven the slowdowns are remarkable Yep, throughout Connecticut, and yeah. for no reason. No it is reason. not because Zero. of an accident. It's not because right. of a construction. It's just because yep. it's Wednesday or yep. it's Friday. Yep. Like, it's just, you know, oh. it, yeah, I'll it's ne- a lot. I, I never forget. I, now, this isn't Providence, but I was doing, I did a basketball game. Uh, Penn State played Duke at Mohegan Sun, and the game mm-hmm. was at 1230 in the afternoon. Boom, game's over. I've got a football game at 8 o'clock that night at Rutgers. So had a car, and Jeff Nelson was with me. And, you know, I get out of the Mohegan Sun at 3. And, like, I'm going along, you know, Lime, Saybrook, no problem, bang, 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 bang. And then, of course, for no apparent reason, I think when we got to Norwalk, like, everything just stops. And Jeff had everything on Google Maps and the whole thing. Now, as somebody who grew up in Connecticut... I took a couple of liberties <laughs> as to which roads I used <laughs> to get there. So local knowledge helped, and then I got, the, I, got, I got there on time because I was able to cut over, get to the Merritt Parkway, then swing over and get go down the hutch and the whole thing. Okay, uh, that didn't that that didn't hurt. But yeah, I, I feel for your brother. <laughs> that, yeah, that's awful. Well, the, the, the things we do for the people, let me tell you. <laughs> for the people. For you. All of you out there. My friend, thanks so much. Uh, bye week for you right then Columbia, right? Is it a bye week? For Penn? Yeah, or they have a game. They're at Cornell. You're at Cornell. Then it's Columbia yeah. at home. No, then it's Harvard at home. Oh, then Harvard, okay. Season finale against Princeton. Still got a shot at the whole thing, right? Absolutely. As long as you got one loss going into that last game, when you're playing the team that likely is going to have no losses, right. you still got yeah, still got your, a shot. But that's your no margin for error now. Right. That's your tiebreaker. Right. Right. Got it. All right. Uh, they'll probably, you know, Penn will beat Princeton. They'll give both teams a trophy. Yay. Probably. Yay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, my friend. Always a pleasure.
Did, did you, your dugout, notice Valdez uh, rubbing out his hand at all? Yeah, we did, and, and I know it's, I just got it from uh, KG. It's all over Twitter. You know, the umpires check these guys after almost every inning, and, and if there's something going on, then we'll be able to take care of it. But you saw it and there was no concern in your mind? Yeah, but we saw it the last time you started, too. So. Okay. Oh, my goodness. It was all over Twitter? Really? Oh, my goodness. No wonder there was a question that had to be asked. It looked bad. That's all I'm saying. It's irrelevant. They check them after every inning. Come on. Enough's enough. They get checked every inning. I mean... I'm sick of stupid stuff. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. I, I know this isn't like all the exciting stuff that Matt attempts to play just to draw a reaction that I usually blow off in about 30 seconds. Have you noticed that, Matt? Yes, I have. Yeah. So, like, here's, like, stuff that, like, it pertains to this week's game. This is Tom Allen at his press conference today talking about Cam Camper, their leading wide receiver. Unfortunately, uh, Cam Camper has torn his ACL, and he'll be out for the rest of the season. So, we'll be having surgery um, in the near future. I uh, did that in the first half against Rutgers, and uh, obviously uh, feel terrible for him. Uh, but uh, he's part of our team. He'll be uh, uh, beginning that long road to recovery, and our staff will do a great job of getting him back um, and having him ready for for the fall. So, but uh, uh, Cam Jones still week to week, and uh, some other guys that uh, we're trying to continue to work to get healthy and get them as many guys as possible ready to play. See that that's a pertinent soundbite, uh, Matt. Robbie Thompson talking about something the umpires check every inning. Um, not pertinent. It's only it only became an issue because I mean the video looks because bad, of, but I because get of, because of Twitter, because Twitter. You know what I did today? You know what I did today in my classroom? I put up three numbers up on the board. Okay, I put up eight billion, three hundred thirty million, and seventy-two. Guess what each one represents? Probably Twitter accounts. Eight, Eight billion people in the world. 330 million live in the United States. 72 are the ones commenting on Twitter. They may do it over and over again, but that's how many are doing it. We're reacting to 72 people. My point to the class was, look, don't get into Twitter fights. The only one that's going to end up looking bad is you. Because you're the known entity, the person you're arguing with on Twitter is who knows where they are, and nobody knows who they are, okay? But you're the known entity. Don't get into tw- I told him, don't get into Twitter fights with people. Because th- it's obviously a class that between Instagram and Twitter, they're going to be required by their employers to have it, all right? I mean, that's just the way the new era is, correct? And that's why I brought the topic up. And I said, don't do it. I said, the only person that looks bad is you. 
I said, Joe Davis is not paying attention to Twitter in the World Series. He's just doing his job. He's off Twitter. He's not doing it. I I don't get it. There are 8 billion people in the world. 330 million live in this country. Like you start looking at the comments sections on people, usually it's the comments involving anywhere from 30 to 75 people. Really. I mean, let me take a look at comment sections. How many people are actually commenting? You'll have a lot of back and forth between people in the comment section, but how many people are actually commenting? You ever thought of it that way, Matt? No, I, I don't disagree. All I'm saying is the Astros did this to themselves because you had you had a couple other th- factors that make do people umpire, do these do the, things. Do the umpires check them every inning? When it comes to that, yes. And then, I, and why, I, w- then why is it even a topic? They're already being checked. Because it look because it still looks suspicious one way or the other. And but now he, he may he may be. Matt, if they're being checked, it's irrelevant. It's already being checked. They already have a rule in place to do that. I know, but they do it every inning. And I'm wasting a lot of time talking about something that's irrelevant. I don't I, like wasting time. I think if you had the, it's a manufactured controversy because you thrive on controversy. All I'm saying is, if this if this is the one thing, then then yeah, I would agree. But you had Diaz leading into the pitch, so that doesn't look good. Plus, you had the Bregman bat issue when he, when he tried to use Albert Pujols' bat. That's not really legal anymore, but it was when Albert Pujols was playing. That's some MLB's part fault. I get that, but the point is, you still have some of these issues coming up with a team that's already been burned by a cheating scandal when they won the World Series. So the Astros did this to themselves is my point in this. Right or wrong, it's there. So if if, so if the Astros saying, do anything so, so you're saying that, that looks they bad, don't che- they they don't check the pitchers every inning. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not or saying that at all. I'm are saying they doing is, a bad are they doing a bad job at checking the pitchers every inning? No, I I'm I'm not saying that at all. They're, they're, I'm saying they're, is they're there's checking them every inning. Who cares? It doesn't matter already they're already doing their job. All I'm saying is there's uh, if there weren't other quote-unquote suspicions out there like the examples I just mentioned, this is not a story, is what I'm saying. This is the only reason why it's a story, is because you have those three other incidents, if you quote-unquote that I mentioned. If you didn't have that happen, this is a not story. That's all. Okay, we're four and a half minutes into the segment which should have ended 30 seconds ago and 30 seconds in, do they check them every inning? Yes, they do. And I believe the umpires fully. Then why is this even a conversation? Because a group of people on Twitter went, I said, I said something. Let's go back, get a snack. Because it's the Astros, that's why. It doesn't matter what team it is. They're checked every inning. And they might they might have more scrutiny in being checked than other teams. It doesn't mean anything. Step to the plate and hit. The Phillies couldn't hit them. They didn't hit them because because of what was going on out there. They couldn't hit the dude. Okay. 
Guess what? I thought I said something. Oh, for goodness sakes. Go make a sandwich. <sighs> now, if they weren't checking them, I'd be with you all the way. But they checked them every inning. And it was Garrett Cole's effectiveness went down after they started checking. Yeah, and that's on Garrett Cole. I've said that. So now back to relevant sports. Tom Allen was asked about his quarterbacks coming up for this week's game. Connor Bazelik, the transfer from Missouri, has started every game this season. So does he start this week? Yeah, we're definitely uh, um, going to be able to look at all that. Already done that, and uh, we will move forward with that position. And, and uh, I guess we'll have to see how that plays itself out. You know, when it comes to, to, to game day. But uh, at the same time, um, every position, as I said, is up for evaluation. And that was the case. And and we're just trying to find uh, the best combination to be able to give us a spark on offense and allow our guys to be able to to move the football and score points. So didn't do that in the second half. Uh, I've not done that well in the second half from several different games here recently. And so definitely need to get uh, some a different product and different output of our offense in the second half for sure. So everybody's up for evaluation, yes. Coach, Penn State comes back in, and the last time they played in Bloomington, one of the hallmarks. Well, Dexter Williams, he mentioned, as a possibility. It was one of the guys that scrimmaged really well on Thursday. And so they're going to create a mystery. Williams hasn't played at all at quarterback this year. I'm sorry. I apologize for actually doing football stuff. Is that okay? Perfectly fine. Perfectly legit. I mean, Penn State's playing this team. I mean, but if you want, we could talk about it. So what did you think he was doing? If you want, we could talk about your topic. Go ahead. That's that's really, yeah. Go ahead. I've said what I've had to say. That's all. Well, but what was he doing? Well, we don't know for sure, to your point. Well, if you don't know, why are we talking about it? Because they're the Astros. At some point, you got to move past it. They they beat your team like a drama, and they didn't cheat to do it. They were just better. No, I I am right there with you. I am right there with you. They beat the Yankees fair and square. The Yankees were stunk in this series. I, I and I saw it coming. I was first one to say it would be a sweep, maybe a five game series, if that. Oh, no, I said it before you. I said you got no chance. All right, um, so I said that. I think I said that in uh, July, didn't I? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So there you go. Noah Syndergaard tonight. Hmm. This isn't five years ago. That's the issue. If they could get five innings out of him tonight, I think that'd be terrific, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, and who's going for the Astros tonight? I, that I didn't see. I thought McCullers was going in four. 
Right. McCullers pitched game four against the Yankees. Who pitched game three against the Yankees? Because I haven't seen who the starting pitchers are tonight. I mean, Syndergaard, I know. I thought it was Valdez that had, that had game three, but I could be wrong. Uh, it's, it is McCullers tonight. It's Lance McCullers Jr.? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. There you go. Very good. He is making, I think, only his 10th start since coming back from Tommy John. So this is a case where both managers are sitting there thinking, if I can get five out of my starter, then my bullpen will take me the rest of the way. I don't think either manager can sit there and really hope that I, that, you know, I think it's a total pipe dream they could get seven out of anybody. So it's got to be five. Right. Tough spot to be in. I mean, what did Syndergaard go with? He was he ten and ten this year, something like that. Really good at home, though. I think he was like seven and three at home, wasn't he? Yeah, he was much better at home. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think the Phillies can hit McCullers. McCullers, to his credit, has usually been good in this spot. To his credit. Um. I mean, when's the last time Syndergaard, the last time Syndergaard went five innings in a game was against Washington. He went five and two-thirds on October 1st. Egad. Two six-inning starts against Washington and Miami on the 9th and the 15th. All right. So now let's get to McCullers. McCullers, again, he's only made, I mean, it's only his 10th start of this. It may be his 11th start, I'm sorry. It might be his 11th start. He has gone in his last five, six innings, seven innings, six, six, and five. Went five against the Yankees. Struck out six, walked one. He's a very patient team you have there. Ooh. No? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Oh, well. Do you think they're going to re-sign your guy? No. My gut says no. (laughs) Finally came came around to my way of thinking, huh? Oh, I mean, just based on the way the season ended, from from judges' perspective, what will be out there? Getting booed by the fans at home, and then you on the front office funny? side you of think things, the cheap contracts are giving funny. them. You think that's funny? The guy hit sixty-two home runs, drove in one thirty-one. He is the singular reason that there all those fans are sitting there, and he has a bad game, and they boot him. Really? Really? Is that the group of fans I want to play in front of? Not really. How much more is he supposed to do? There are 25 other guys. He'll still play better if the Yankees give him the money he's looking for. 
then he'll deal with the bullying, one whether it's right or wrong. He all was, the Yankees have to do is give him a blank check. That's all they have would, to do. It's not he that would hard. Be my, he would be my worry about the blank check. How many games does he play? This this season was a great season for him. He stayed healthy the entire time. That really is the first time in a few years that's happened. And I mean years. All right? That's got to be the concern. I know. He'll be, he'll be 31 when he starts the contract. It's 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 the risk I'm willing I'd be willing to take if I'm the Steinbrenner ownership. Oh no, I'm I'm paying him. Don't, don't get me wrong, I'm paying him, but that is my concern. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. How many wasted years of money am I going to have invested in this guy? By the way, with the rain, Bob Nightingale tweeted out: MLB will have a final decision no later than six thirty. MLB's doing their usual, oh, we'll talk at 3.30, then we'll talk at 5, but we'll have a decision by 6.30. But you know what? Yeah, well, that's okay, because the Maryland-Penn State game's on a six-day hold again. (laughs) Really? I'm just telling you. I know. I'm not going to go into it again. I've done it over a thousand times. I made fun of it on the broadcast on Saturday. So, I said, I'd like to tell you the kickoff. (laughs) But evidently, it's too difficult a decision. <laughs> so we'll see what they want to do. Um, Maryland plays at Wisconsin this Saturday at noon. Penn State's at Indiana this Saturday at 3.30. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Sinero's ah, trying to talk pertinent football, give the fans some info about the opposing team. And we sat there and we talked about a guy that gets checked every inning because of Twitter. Don't you feel dirty? I feel like I need a shower after that. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. I'm reacting because of something that was on Twitter. Really? Who changed the show into that? I thought this was an information show. All right, as we continue here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Out of auto repair. I shouldn't have thrown all that Indiana stuff about their receiver being out for the year and how they're not going to take the red shirt off Omar Cooper and about they're not sure who their starting quarterback is. They're not willing to. I apologize for talking about like like football stuff. No need to apologize. It was perfectly fine. I you know 
we can we can talk about Twitter stuff if you want. I'm good now. I've said what I needed to say. Are you sure? I am. Yes. Eight billion three hundred thirty million seventy-two. Remember those numbers. Which is the smallest of the three? The seventy-two. Those are the responses usually on Twitter. Right. All right. So that's what I tried to tell my class this morning. I said, you've got to be on it. You need to be on it. Instagram. I asked everybody in class, who's on Twitter? Every hand went up. I said, how many of you are on Instagram? Every hand went up. Okay. So my point to them was, you know, use it to get out your information. You know, and I, it was Maddie Miller's in class, and I looked over. He said, I'd say, for example, Maddie, who does some uh, work for um, the, when the campus TV show they do, Center County Report. And um, I said, say Maddie has a story on Jair Brown. I said, she's going to put it on Twitter. Hey, I've got a story on Jair Brown. It's going to be on CCR or Center County Report coming up tonight, 6 o'clock, you know. Don't forget to tune in for that. I said, that's a great use of Twitter right there. You're promoting to a Twitter audience on your handle. Um, you know, what's coming up, right? I mean, that's what you're doing. I mean, and that's a great use of Twitter. I said, but don't get into Twitter fights with people. Uh, like, for example, I, you know, let's just take something really innocuous, Okay. Uh, I think Noah Syndergaard's poised for a great performance tonight. Then somebody says, no, he stinks, he's rotten, he's blah, blah, blah. And then you start getting into it. No, walk away. There's only one person that's going to look bad in that, in that, quote, Twitter exchange. It's you. You're the known entity. And that's what I was trying to impart to them. About how to try and use it. And when it's, like... Like, overcome the power of the word send. I said, just use it to your advantage. Don't engage with people unless they have a legitimate question. Like Kyle, for example, had a legitimate question on Twitter we addressed today. Okay. That's fine. Because it was a good question. All right. Which had a, which I had, we had a pretty good answer for. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you.